and welcome to another episode of Despite the Challenges, a show where we showcase people with amazing abilities who not only have overcome their impeding circumstances, not only they turn around their own lives, but they go out in a community and contribute in so many ways. Today, my guest is Miss Natalie Kabinda. Natalie had moved uh, from uh, West African country, Cameroon, several years ago when she left the comfort of her extended family and came to United States, a number of challenges that she has faced and how it made her stronger and she has become an advocate of stronger families. Let's hear more from Ms. Kabinda herself. Um, Natalie, welcome to the show. Thank you, Radio, and thank you for having me today. You're very it's welcome. It's a real pleasure. Very welcome. Thank you. I have to say this, that even if you live from uh, in a place that you grew up and you go to another state or few states away, it's always a challenge that you don't have. You don't get to see family as often, uh, talk to them as often. And years ago, we didn't have the technology we have today to send IMs and, and Skype, etc. So it was a challenge for me. I missed my family. Set that aside when you have your life turns around and you miss them even more, and you are just thrown into life <laughs> to make sense of all it. Uh, you know, it's a big challenge. It was it's huge. It was an unbelievable challenge for me, and one that I can't even begin to describe. Well, uh, you have to. <laughs> Tell us your story. <laughs> because I still remember traveling with two little babies from mm -hmm. Cameroon, um, flipping airports, um, even by the time I arrived here, I didn't go straight to my destination mm -hmm. because I never imagined the United States was such a vast country. So I flew to Washington, D.C., thinking we had arrived and my babies were celebrating. Where is daddy? Because my mm -hmm. ex-husband had moved prior to me joining okay. him. Where is daddy? And they couldn't sleep that night because they couldn't see their dad. But we had spent the night with their uncle uh -huh. so that he could escort us on the airport on our way to California the oh, very wow. next day. So from Washington, D.C. to California, to California. it's more than distance of going to the same it as... It was a long, unbelievable journey. But we made it. We made it. Um, the first challenge for me, as I'll tell you, when you leave your family, as you yourself just said, when you leave your family behind and you're moving into a strange country, strange culture, strange uh, way of life, totally different from what you are used everything to. New. Everything new. Yes. Everything is new. Mm -hmm. You get used to the food. You get used to the language. Um, it's like starting all over. Yes. It's a new beginning. That's what my book is all about. My book is about starting over. Regroup, uh -huh. refocus, rebuild mm -hmm. is about I want to show it starting to our, over. I want to show it to our viewers, uh, her book, um, Regroup, Refocus, and Rebuild. Yes. And thank you. Thank you uh, for sharing your story. And uh, I don't want to step ahead of ourselves. So let you explain your story and then we'll get to the book. All right. So when we came here, of course, we had to go through the challenges of 
going through the immigration system, getting the right documents, being legal residents. It was a whole process which um, had its toll on us mm -hmm. um, because as a family we had two children mm -hmm. to take care of and we just couldn't find the right jobs yet mm -hmm. until we had the right papers to work. So, um, but eventually we went through that process because everybody who comes in here legally, it's a process for them too. Yeah, adjusting is a process. Yes. Uh, it, you know, assimilation into new culture is a process. Uh, so, so that doesn't make less um, difficult for people to emotionally and in other ways to adjust to. Absolutely. You know, financially it adds another element. But yes. So, so eventually we did settle in just mm -hmm. like everybody always does and we picked up jobs but then my life t took a different turn um, because the United States has other challenges that families coming from other countries are often not aware of. The family mm. unit is not as strong here as it is in other cultures. Um, Okay. What we discovered was that you are on your own, especially when you've left your f extended family behind. Yeah. You don't have grandparents you around. Don't have grandparents. You don't have the whole village. You don't have access <laughs> to babysitting. Yes. Well, yeah. So the, you don't have the whole village you to don't raise have a the child. Whole village. To In fact, I had my son here, and I remember how depressed it was for me because my mom wasn't there. I wasn't allowed to spend days in the hospital like in my country. I had to be back home. My ex-husband wasn't even allowed to take off from work and stay home with me. Mm -hmm. Something I, had, I was never used to. So, um, mm -hmm. but we overcame these challenges. We had goals that we had mm -hmm. set. Uh, we came here for better opportunities for our children, mm -hmm. for ourselves. So we picked ourselves up, set goals, and we started working on those goals until, of course, things didn't turn out the way we way planned. We had plans. Well, so, that's life. Yes. <laughs> so I faced one of the um, biggest challenges mm -hmm. of my life. Um, I was married for 17 years, but our relationship ended in 2005. Mm -hmm. And unlike most people, a few people that have come across who become so depressed they can't pick themselves up, um, I decided that it was time for me to regroup. I had to rebuild the family. Um, when mm -hmm. families fall apart, somehow you have to find the strength to move on, mm -hmm. to rebuild. And that is what I did. I started rebuilding, regrouping my children. I had a vision. I knew exactly where I needed to get to. And we started working on that vision. I am not going to tell you, Richard, that it was an easy journey. It was one of the toughest challenges. And it is. Yes. It is. Being in a... Uh, and in a country where you don't have your extended family. One yes. of the things you need... Especially when, families, when you need it. Especially when you need it. When families break apart, the first thing they need is a support system. Yes. And when that support system is not available to you, it makes... It's very discouraging, it, depressing. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But I, need, I had to regroup a new an entourage, a new support system... I had to make friends, I had to go out of my way to volunteer in the community so I could make friends with people who understood the situation I was in, mm -hmm. who made it possible for me to have access to certain types of help that I might have needed or my children needed. So um, volunteering was a wonderful thing. 
Well, that's good that volunteering you, you took that me. step. Absolutely. You it, know? it helped me to uh -huh. forget my own problems and to yes. focus on the problems of other people. I like that because that's how most often um, people refocus themselves is taking the focus away from the problem and seeking help or support. Absolutely. And if you could do that, if you could do that, yes, you can refocus. For many people that I'm sure that you have come across and I have, it's not an easy task. They get so withdrawn and not having the emotional support or comfort. Now you're financially distraught with the income being split yeah. and not enough to raise yeah. the kids so yeah. uh, it, it multiplies it, absolutely when when mm. i um, when my marriage fell apart i was actually unemployed at the time mm. so being unemployed with no support system no extended family it was something i, I literally had to make up my mind that no i have to move forward i, I do not want to give up i do not want to give up i have to work hard to get there let me get back to volunteering. The first volunteering opportunity was at an, an elementary school. Mm -hmm. Now I enjoy reading. Reading is one of my past, favorite pastimes. So I decided to volunteer at an elementary school. And what I did was to go in once a week and read to the children. Wow. This was grade one I'm and two. That's, that must have been... It was the most amazing <laughs> experience because... They look forward to seeing me mm. come in. And as soon as I came in with a book, they all made a circle on a mat in the center of the room. And I sat in the middle and I read them stories and they asked questions. I have never seen kids so happy. <laughs> to tell you the truth, <laughs> I encourage children every single day to read because reading opens their minds um, reading takes them to places they've never been to absolutely um, absolutely it, it exposes them to cultures they've never seen yes uh, makes them taste food they've never eaten so mm -hmm. reading reading is beautiful so one of my volunteering um, uh, jobs or jo opportunities was at an elementary school and it was amazing amazing experience for me so that was a kind of turning point in your life it was a turning point I think it was the first indication that when you serve the community, when you forget your issues and your problems, and when you start giving to others, you glow. Absolutely. And you become something bigger than you had planned for. Yes. And that was yes. the first step for me. I will volunteer in other places after that, but mm -hmm. it was always a beautiful thing to be giving of myself mm -hmm. and forgetting my own problems. And you find, found a lot of joy. You find a lot of joy. It, you come across no, people so. who have more issues than you do. Yes. And suddenly when you get home and you say, you know what? There's nothing wrong with my life. My life is perfect. Because you came across people whose lives were even more disturbing than mm. your life. Mm -hmm. Yes. So um, giving to the um, community is something that is very, very important to me yes. so yes so i enjoy teaching yeah. so teaching you, you didn't life. fit into that uh, norm of uh let them be whoever they want to be yes but when the discipline is needed 
you intervene. Absolutely. And, and discipline means contacting parents. Yes. 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 Uh, contacting the appropriate administrators, depending on the, for um, the child offense. For, for their benefit. For their benefit. Absolutely. And I'm sure parents yes. realize that. Yes. And when those children who were reprimanded, they grow up and they're going to call, well, she was my favorite teacher because Absolutely. she made me. She made me do the work. Do the work. Yes. Or she corrected me not yes. to do this. Yes. She taught me this lesson. I think this is the best compliment a teacher can have. Absolutely. Now, you don't get it at that time when they are teens or no. preteens or teenagers. No. I get no. it when they become doctors and lawyers yes. and they speak in offices <laughs> and engineers and pharmacists. So, and I always tell them, I always tell them, <laughs> when uh -huh. you see me walking with a cane, you make sure you let me know where your office is because <laughs> I have to come look for you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. So you would have to wait for many years to get compliments. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how yes. did, how did you overcome, uh, you know, of course you, you, as you mentioned that, you know, family breaks apart. You don't have the extended family. And I, I want to say this, especially for our viewers, your story is, in a sense, it's in a lot of people's story out yes, there. Absolutely. You know, um, family breaking apart is in a common scenario these days in pretty much every culture. Even most socially conservative cultures um, is becoming more accepted when you don't get along. The best way is that go on your own yes, ways. Yes. Uh, the maximum impact is on the children. Regardless, to coming back to your story, mm -hmm. um, when societies were not as open to, and you have families far away, and one of the challenges that I find is families back in their mindset feel like that you have become westernized. You don't value their ancestral yes, values, and becomes difficult right yes. uh, it, it, it's like sort of abandonment yes right yes. so I'm sure that you had mixed messages came from your of course extended of course. family yes and uh, dealing with all that and then finding path to to choose what you want to do and being financially independent, independent yep and your story continued and uh, tell us then well to overcome the challenge um, I had a few strategies in place mm -hmm. and I, I do discuss some of those strategies in my book mm -hmm. um, because the book was written mm -hmm. to help people who are going through any kind of adversity even though when I wrote the book I my target was single mothers because I know okay. as a parent Okay. The struggle that mothers go through in raising children. Mm -hmm. But to overcome those challenges, the first thing I did, like I mentioned earlier, was to be optimistic, to have a well. positive outlook. Mm -hmm. That was the first thing. Then I surrounded myself with the right people. Yes. And these are people who propel you forward. These are people who offer a shoulder to cry on if you need it. These are people who believe in your dream when, because everybody has a dream. Yes. These are people who push you to realize or achieve that dream. And then, of course, yep. 
Like you mentioned earlier, when you're divorced, you may find yourself in a financial situation, which may not be a positive one. And if you're not very versed in finances, you hire a financial advisor. And that's exactly what I did. I went in search of one. I had a couple of names and I called one up and I said, listen, I need help because math was never my favorite subject in school. <laughs> so yes. he came and he helped me to put, to kind of draw a financial map for me. And when that was done and set aside, then I sat down and set my goals. Mm -hmm. What is it that I want for me? and for mm -hmm. my children. I wish more women yes. out there yes. take these kinds of every, steps. Every woman has a dream. Every man has a dream. Yes. Mothers sometimes get married and some spend years raising children and so they are disconnected from the career world for quite a long time. Yes. And when a relationship ends, a few don't know how to get back on their feet or even how to re-enter the mm -hmm. career world, which is where my book comes in because I discuss some of those strategies in my book, routes that they can take to recover and to rebuild. Mm -hmm. So I just want to, um, one more time, show it for our viewers. The title of the book is Regroup, Refocus, and Rebuild. And I like your subtitle, Helping Families Navigate from Breakups to Breakthroughs. Absolutely. This is a very strong message, yes. Breakups to, to Breakthroughs. breakthroughs. Yes. You know, yes. Uh, it's like opening a window. Yes. It's like letting them know there's a window. The sun is going to come in. Just look at that window. Yes. See the sun so rays. So if you're crying, your yes. eyes are closed. You can get there. You, you can, can lose get it. there, yes. Mm -hmm. And um, another strategy I discuss in the book in terms of setting goals is planning. For mothers, planning we have is a million schedules. Mm -hmm. If you don't plan, you might end up not achieving half of the goals you set for yourself. So I discuss strategies on how to navigate between all of the schedules, your schedule and the children's schedules, and how to still create time for yourself. Uh, very important because that kind of discipline keeps you on target. Absolutely. And uh, when you're raising children as a single parent, it's a very good role model uh, for your children. They're watching you. They're watching you. Every single step you take, they're watching, watching you. And I want to add that they're criticizing you yes. when they're in front of you, but they're adopting from you. Yes. You know, it's, it's the kind of both ways that you're proud of and then what they're learning from you, what they're becoming, the values they're adopting. Yes. At the same time, uh, when they become teenagers, it's a very difficult stage for parent yes you know you difficult. you raise them you want that kind of i'm sharing my experience <laughs> you want that protective environment for them and they want to free away from it yes and you want to bring them closer and they want to free away it's frustrating as it, a parent it is a challenge when you especially it, yes single parent yes. you become overprotective of them Right. So anyway, that I wanted to kind of just throw that in. Yes. But, um, so I, I really admire that, you know, the courage that it took for you not only to find your path, but then be a advocate to help others, which we see a whole lot of families out there yes. that need this kind of guidance, etc. Absolutely, et they need it. And the kids need it too. 
Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I think I think um, I give tons of strategies in the book for uh, mothers to help their children at home. Because believe me, mm -hmm. there are a lot of mothers out there who do not know how to help their kids at home. Anything that stands out just for our audience? Anything uh, that you want to share? For for example, academic help. Mm -hmm. You, every parent needs to be on top of their child, and, and it doesn't matter how old the child is. Um, if you have a good, positive communication mm -hmm. going on with your children, they can always share where they're struggling. And if you have access, if you cannot directly help them, if a child is too advanced in math and you don't understand math, hire a tutor. If you don't have money to hire a tutor, talk to the teachers. There are a lot of teachers that always stay after school to help Yes, there are always ways. Health. Yes. And then so these days, like a Khan Academy, and there are some other options yes. for low cost options for other children, or free options, as you said. Um, and I think I think uh, this is very important, especially for, I want to say that for our viewers. Uh, parents sometimes don't step in uh, in their children's education as they should and as they should I, I, I and I'm not yeah. and I'm not blaming parents yeah. it's because of their careers required so much yes. out of them uh, working long hours mm -hmm. and single working parent two or three jobs like, like exactly yeah exactly yep. so there is no time left for a parent to intervene in a child's education um, that right? reminds me of going to the gym mm -hmm. I have I have made so many excuses about not going. <laughs> oh, I work oh. three jobs. I have three kids. <laughs> you know, I don't have time. But as I began to work on my life, I realized you can create time for anything. Yes. You just need to you sacrifice certain things. It's a conscious decision to make time for your children. It's a very conscious decision. Yes. You and have to unplug certain things. And sometimes those to. moments to connect can be a few minutes. Yes, just a few minutes. It's not too much. You mentioned. That's, yes. That's why I say it's not too much. Maybe sometimes parents might think, oh, maybe I need like an hour or two every day. No, you don't no, have that you, time. Yeah. Just that Children 10 would not 15, take. Yeah, 10 to 15 minutes that you have of quality time. Yes. Now, quality time, which is something I want, since mm -hmm. we are addressing an audience that is listening, quality time means make sure they turn away the gadgets, the devices. Com <laughs> communication yeah. cannot take place if you've got a kid that's on the cell phone texting or responding to text while you're trying to communicate with your child. Yes, and I think that's in a given age and the younger generation as they are so tuned in into the gadgets. It's a challenge both ways. It is a huge challenge for it's parents. For parents, and I'm sure it's for children too. Yes. Because they see everyone else doing it. They don't see anything wrong with it. Yes. They're born into that era that is a common scenario. So for them to imagine their life, what their peers are doing without it is different. It yeah. is. It is Very different difficult. and it is difficult. And what do you, what do you suggest uh, for parents to, well, how, how do they um, break away their children from their cell phones? Well, uh, like I mentioned before, it's all about that positive communication. Um, if you have 
if you set aside their family time mm -hmm. and good things happen during their family time, mm -hmm. your children will always put away their gadgets. Mm -hmm. For me, it was prayer time. Ah. We went from prayers to singing. From singing, it was easy to have communication. It was even easy to correct some of the things they did that week that I didn't like. Mm. Because the mindset had been changed, had been fine-tuned. They were now open to discussions because we spend. So if you create family time to be a lot of fun and then throw in that one or two things that you want to correct, mm -hmm. it will work. It will always work. work. But if family time is about negative criticism, it's not going to work. Work well, it's for yeah. anybody, yes. you know, it doesn't have to be children, even adults. Nobody would exactly. want to engage in that conversation. Yes. What do you want to achieve? Well, what I want to achieve is to actually reach out to the families that really need me mm -hmm. to help them. Like I said before we started, mm -hmm. my passion is to build, help build stronger families. If I can it's a be noble a, goal. Yes, that is my goal. We Indians, I created a little gift for them. Uh, I call it the neon light. All right, let's lights. share that. Yes, let's I love share that. lights because uh -huh. if you walk into a dark room, uh -huh. what happens? Mm -hmm. the, the room becomes very bright because you have a light, you know, on you. If you turn on a switch and the light comes on, you know, you attract beautiful things to yourself. So the light I have for your audience is called the neon light. Wow. So I want you to explain that Absolutely. to the audience, what it means. Yes. All right. The N starts, starts for a new you, a new beginning, a new start whenever you have any kind of adversity. And we know life is filled with adversity. Mm -hmm. Life That's always N for newness. Yes. All right. So whenever things happen that are negative, Remember that end of, it's a new beginning. It's a new start. N is for new beginning. It's a new you. All right. So the E stands for empowerment. Okay. Empower yourself. Mm -hmm. When you empower yourself, you have esteem, high Absolutely. esteem. Absolutely. Yes. So the N is empowerment. Mm -hmm. And the O is organization. Sometimes we think of yes. organization as just a physical space, but I'm referring to both the physical and the mental organization. Mm -hmm. Because if your mind is in the right place, you will get to the goals that you have set for yourself. Absolutely. Yes. So I advise people to kind of have the mental organization, which is the right mindset, so that mm -hmm. they can get on the destination that they have set for themselves. Mm -hmm. The final N is the nurturing. How oh, often wow. do we as mothers take care of everybody else, but never take care of ourselves? ourselves. For often. my uh, viewers, I want to repeat that. We're running out of time. Okay. Neon light Neon is light. brighten up your life. Yes. N for new beginning. It's a new beginning. O for empowerment. Empower. E for empowerment. E for empowerment. O for organizing. organizing. Yes. And then N nurturing. For nurturing. Wow, such an, a powerful message. Absolutely. Yes. Natalie, I wish you a lot of luck with your projects and especially your new book. And uh, yes, you know, please share your information on Facebook yes. and uh, uh, for uh, Mother's Day cruise Absolutely. a day before Mother's Day. Absolutely. Actually. Well, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much, Rachel. It was You're a very pleasure. Welcome. Thank you for having me on very your show. Very welcome. Thank you.
So for our viewers, you heard Natalie Cabinda and how she has presented herself in a new light. And I hope that neon model helps you as much as it has helped her to brighten her life. And I am host Ritu Chopra. You are watching Despite the Challenges. Until next time.